Hey. Hey. Welcome back to What What the Deaf Deaf Podcast. Hey, I have a question. Okay. Just a question. Is my voice still pending? In transition. Oh, in transition. We finished the first interview. Now I'm waiting for the second (laughs) round. (laughs) Oh, in our previous dating episode, our first episode or whatever, I did mention that I was exploring that person, a person, and 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 how was it? I really like him. Oh, smitten kitten over here. Now I understand how you feel. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> but why are you smitten? What makes him so special? I mean, there's so much. Honestly. I was ready to delete the app. I was like, I'm done. I'm over it. And then I saw his name pop up and he messaged me and said, I'm going to bed, but I would like to talk with you. And I was already asleep at the time. And I read it in the morning and I said, okay, have a great day. And then we went back and forth a little bit, exchanged our numbers and started texting. And it was just really good conversations with my philosophies about life and his philosophies about life were very parallel and it just felt so natural and so we went ahead to meet up for our first date but with the first date we planned on going to the beach and walking on the beach plus dinner and then he gave me a few different options. He said, we can go axe throwing. Axe throwing on the first date. <laughs> okay. I know. <laughs> I was like, ah. And then the second option was a movie at his house. And then there was a third option. I can't really remember. It wasn't that important, obviously. So I said no to the third option. And axe throwing, first of all, I don't know him. Second of all, there's masks. And I probably won't understand anything and I won't enjoy my time. So the only option was a movie at his house. And you know what that really means. It's like wink, wink, typically with guys. Yeah. So I was like, okay, whatever. But funny enough, when I told him that I picked a movie, he flat out told me and said, hey, I know typically guys say movie with a wink. But I want to let you know, I seriously mean just sitting down, talking, and watching a movie. Wait, wait, wait. I'm not. Did you guys make it through the entire movie? (laughs) We're going to get there. Hold on. You're jumping to a conclusion. I'm just so excited. No, no, no. I I mean, yeah. I mean, no. Wait, just hold on. (laughs) You're jumping. (laughs) I, I, I have to say no, but not for the reasons you think. No, I know. I know. Of course. But you said you guys wanted to chat. And so I know that it's hard to finish an entire movie when you really want to sit there and get to know that individual. Right. My boyfriend and I, we couldn't even finish an entire movie for almost two months because I'm still struggling. You know, we would try to connect and talk and interact because I wanted to get to know Mary. So I'm just curious. So no, we didn't get through the whole movie, not even the first five minutes. But (laughs) so previously to the first date we already had our plans i had a voiceover class or something like that and i was gonna meet up with him around five but i just finished my voiceover class at one and i had to wait all the way till five i was like so you moved uh, it up i'm gonna text him which i never do 
Typically, I just wait. But something was telling me to go ahead and text him. Do you mind pushing back the time? And he said, sure. Like, come over to my house and let's hang out or whatever. So I drove over to his house and after my voiceover class. And literally, we just sat and talked and talked and talked and talked all the way until like 6.30 p.m. To the point where... Wait, wait, wait. Okay, so were you guys talking, signing, or does he know sign? Or <laughs> I need the background of that. Does he have any previous deaf background? Or wh- how did you guys do that? <laughs> so he's hearing. He has no prior knowledge of deaf culture or sign language. Nothing. Literally nothing. And he didn't listen to our podcast yet. Okay. But I told him that I was deaf. And then, oh, wait, I forgot the most important part. So we talked on the phone for like two hours before our first date. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. I do remember that. Yeah. And we talked for 45 minutes before that, but then we talked for two hours. And those two hours, I talked about my story and I explained who I am. And I just kind of poured my heart out, which again, I never do. But it just felt natural and right. So, so wait. Yeah. So you said it felt natural and right. Is it because you yourself became more confident in who you are as a person or are you comfortable with him? I think it's both. A combination of both? I think it's a combination of both. Mostly I'm more rooted with who I am. But again, in previous dates I've been on, I was rooted with who I am, but I still had a wall up. While with him, everything is just right. Everything that I said he accepted, the way that he said something is the way that I would say something. And so that two-hour conversation happened on the phone felt so natural, not awkward, nothing. And then the date happened, our first date where we talked for until 6.30 p.m. to the point where we had to change our dinner plans because it was a little bit far. So we decided to take me to another restaurant and we just talked and he like bannered with a waiter and all of that. And then we went back to his house and just talked for the rest of the night literally just talked and it's so refreshing and so nice and I felt a connection and he just got it to the point where he researched and he said that I want to learn your language to the point where he said my language he acknowledged that it's a completely different language And then he started listening to our podcast and wanting to understand and wanted to immerse himself in that culture already. And I think how you said the difference between I want to learn your language and I need to learn your language. Those two statements, I'm curious, is there a different meaning behind both of them? Because you and your boyfriend, you guys can talk, you can speak to each other. But he is more curious and is like, you know what? Like, I want to learn your language. Whereas my boyfriend, he's both. He needs to learn sign language because we don't have that option of speaking to each other. But he also wants to be a part of my life. He's motivated. He's curious. And so it's really interesting how your boyfriend worded it differently. And he said, I want to learn sign language because he knows that he has the ability of talking to you, but he's still motivated to know you completely. Uh, now that I think about and going back to it, I think he actually said need. Really? I think he said need. And that's huge for me too, because, and I mean, I'm still processing this as we are talking and live on camera in front of our audience. But again, because I can speak, 
And because I use my voice, typically when I date someone, oftentimes guys forget that I'm deaf or that there's another side of my life that's really important. So the fact that he said, I want you to feel comfortable enough to take off your hearing aid and sign. I want to get to the point where we can go to a restaurant and I can just sign with you, Sarah. And not only that, he, he wants to connect with you, Carly. And that's, I mean, there's so many layers with it already. And we've already had a few dates since. And he met Carly. And that's why I said he's in transition. <laughs> in transition. <laughs> Completed round one of interviews, waiting for the second round. <laughs> but no, yeah, he's he's a really nice guy. And I loved how he interacted with me first. I know that he was very nervous, which yeah. he should be. I'm your other half. So you can't take the next step in your relationship unless you get my <laughs> approval. So I completely get why he would be nervous. <laughs> But no, I really appreciated how he, he really acknowledged how he wanted to develop the connection between him and I without using you, Sarah, as an interpreter or without going through you as a third person. And it was just me and him. And I got to learn about him directly, not from Sarah. And it was really, you know, he walked in and he started signing and fingerspelled his name. and. And the next thing you know, we were talking about current situations and what's going on. And he pulled out his laptop and airplayed to the TV and started typing notes. And I'm like, okay, all right. I see you. Check, Check. bonus. <laughs> wow. That's really nice. <laughs> and then we went into the kitchen. We continued talking through our phones, which is exactly how I first developed my connection with my boyfriend. We talked through our phones and I was doing that with him. And it's funny because before, when I connect with your people, it was always through you first, Sarah. And then they would start to learn sign language. But with him, it started that way with just him and I. And so he still, you know, he continued to learn sign language, which is really something different for me. And it was really nice. And it's different for me too. Previously, I mean, I think you've met one other guy that I've dated briefly. I always have that feeling of like wanting to take care of Carly and facilitate the conversation and make sure that I'm present and make sure that you're good and I'm taken care of and you're taken care of and that we're good. But with him, I've never felt so comfortable. I literally just was cooking and letting you two talk. And I didn't feel the pressure of having to facilitate conversation. I didn't feel the pressure of having to interpret. I never had that with someone else, especially with someone I'm dating. Yeah. And I've known Sarah for, I mean, I've known her for the past 10 years and I can always see when you are being your true authentic self or when you are very hesitant or, you know, trying to facilitate conversations you might not understand and, you know, you don't want to ask somebody to repeat themselves. But with him, you were still being yourself. And I'm like, okay, what's happening here? I know. <laughs> I, I, I had no idea. Like, oh, okay. So that says a lot about your comfortability level with him and how confident you are with yourself. And that's why I asked you previously, is it because you've become more confident? After doing this podcast, we've really, you know, dove into ourselves and recognized the importance for people to learn ASL. And so you're more confident now to ask a man and say, hey, Sign language is really an important part of my life and you're going to have to learn. Or is it just him that makes you feel comfortable enough to just be rooted and continue that relationship? And so it's really fun for me to watch. Yeah. And I remember 
I would always tell you if there was like a new guy that was coming over and met you for the first time, I'd be like, okay, Carly, can you sit on that side of the couch? Because I remember that side and I can hear better and all these things. While with him, it's literally nothing. I don't have to do anything. And he listened to the podcast. So he also makes a conscious effort to make sure that he sits on my left side without me having to ask, make sure that he looks at me when he talks with me. And I don't have to ask already. And that already makes you feel like I'm a human being, which is amazing. I've never felt so comfortable with a guy before. That's amazing. Yeah, I I don't know. Hinge. <laughs> Hinge. <laughs> it's all because of you guys, the audience. Thank you for this podcast, for creating content. I was planning on deleting my hinge, but then this happened and yeah, holy shit. And so now where do you guys stand in your relationship? Like, <laughs> have you met his family? Has he met your family? And I mean, what? Again, Because uh, clearly in transition means he's already <laughs> passed the first step of meeting your best friend. So what's the next step in your relationship? Well, honey, you ask. Okay. Family. My family has never met anyone I've dated. Never. I cherish my family, my grandparents, my parents, everyone, including you, which you've only met one guy, but he just wasn't worth it. <laughs> but on our second date, my grandfather, they signed me. And okay, so he came over to my house to cook for me for our second date. And my grandfather, they signed me. And I do not hang up on my grandfather. I have to answer my grandpa. He's 95. I love him. He's a boo-boo. And so I answered and it was just me. And I said, hi. And we just caught up. And then my grandpa asked me, what are you doing? And I said, well, I'm having dinner with someone special. And he said, oh, who? And I, <laughs> I was like, hey, come over here. And he literally came into the frame and then that my grandparents. And on the second date, <laughs> I, oh. I broke my own rule. And the first thing my grandpa said was, oh, he's very he's tall. tall. <laughs> <laughs> yep. But yeah, he met my grandparents and then he actually met my parents and my grandparents. I mean, it was a random day and my dad texted me and I mean, he was already at my house and my dad texted me and said, hey, we're having lunch with the grandparents if you want to come over. And, and so he was already here. So I asked my dad like, hey, can I bring him? And my dad was like, oh, sure. So I think my dad planned this. But he came and met my family and he fit right in. That's amazing. Because it actually took me longer to meet my boyfriend's family. And my boyfriend didn't meet my family until later on. Again, the situation's different because my family lives in Nebraska. And so he has to fly there in order to meet them. And also we went through a lot of, we were really hesitant because I'm like, I'm deaf. And when I meet your family, it's going to be interesting because like, how, are we going to communicate through our phones? Like how and what is that going to look like? Which made me kind of put up a wall and resist. Cause I remember him asking and saying, Hey, my parents want to meet you. My parents want to meet you. And I'm like, Nope, not ready. I'm not ready. And until finally I was like, all right, let's do this. And so when he flew to Nebraska, I was also really hesitant for a few days because I'm like, I know how the deaf community can be. And I hoped that they would see my boyfriend for who he is and not as just this hearing guy. Right. And so I wanted to give him that opportunity to really interact and see the beautiness of the community that I lived in because I literally dropped him in the middle of the ocean. Oh, <laughs> like literally. She did. Yeah. 
I didn't take it a step at a time and me by oh. meeting one person. I literally dropped him like into one people all gathered. Yeah, like one big event where we gave a presentation for our what the deaf productions. And he came and that event did not have a sign language interpreter. And he just tried to figure out his way in and he <laughs> swam. <laughs> wait, wait, but one thing I give him mad props for, I think they did have one interpreter there and you said, hey, there's an interpreter. He's like, no, I want to work on my reception skills. I want to practice. No, I want to watch. And I looked at him and I was like, okay, yeah. <laughs> cool. So yeah, I'm, I was surprised, but he swam well. And yeah, so again, it's interesting. Relationships don't have a timeline. I'm constantly telling you, I know sometimes I'm like, whoa, already? But again, I'm telling you, there's no timeline when it, when the time's right, the time's right. Right. And I've never felt this way before. Never. Not with any guy that I dated at all. Again, I know we've only been together for two weeks and you're six months in, I'm only two weeks in, but... I personally have never had this feeling of like, oh, oh, and now I have it. I can safely say that I have it. I get it. So when you're texting your boyfriend all the time, I'm like, oh, okay, I get it. Go text, text away. Go see him. Go, go, go. (laughs) Finally. (laughs) I did give you a lot of freedom, but yeah, it's just so nice should just be me my authentic self without the fear of being looked at as different or anything like that wait I'm curious how did you meet his parents for the first time um it was unexpected and not planned (laughs) but it was a good turnout um I remember he had asked me several times and I was the one that was really hesitant why because I wasn't sure I want I wanted to put on a first good impression. I wanted them to like me, but there's no way for me to communicate with them. The only way is through my phone. And I'm, I still haven't been able to fully communicate with the person I'm even seeing. And so I have to communicate through my phone. They're going to see that connection that I have with them. They can't read what our conversation is like. I wanted them to see why I liked him and why this connection is good. And so I was trying to figure out how to navigate that. and. Knowing that I'm deaf is out of my control. And so I was, I, I put up a wall for quite some time. And until the other day, I went, to, I went over to visit him and he was like, Hey, gotta let you know, um, my friend's having like an, a wedding at my parents' house. And I would like to stop over and say, hi, um, you can just stay here if you want to, or you can come. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I'm not going to be the girlfriend. That's going to be like, mm, you go, I'm going to stay here and wait at your house until you get back. I'm like, you know what? Let's just do it. I took myself out of my comfort zone and decided to just see what it was going to be like. And his family really wanted to meet me, already said a lot. And so I'm like, all right, I'm going to go with you. And I could see this smile on his face. It meant a lot to him that I was like, all right, you know what? Um, Let's do this. I went and (laughs) it, because his dad and his friend were the first ones that came out of the house. And immediately they started signing. They tried to fingerspell their name and they tried to gesture with me. And I was like, oh, so this entire time that he's been trying to get me to meet his family, they've been actually working on learning sign language. Not just that, but he also sent me a video of his sister fingerspelling. So I'm like, oh, okay. 
they're trying and they understand the fact that I'm deaf and they've accepted that. And so I was so glad with how things turned out in the end because his family is so lovely and I am lucky. I mean, very lucky to have a partner that has a family who wants to be a part of my life and that wants to be able to communicate with me. Still, to this day, they work so hard at trying to find classes to take and they acknowledge the importance of learning sign language so that I could be a part of their beautiful family. And so, yeah, I mean, my first, when I first met them, it was very interesting, but it was such a lovely experience. And again, even back in season one, I mentioned how many people I have in my life who have known me my entire life still to this day do not know sign language. And so I can't tell you how much it meant to me, the fact that my boyfriend and his family are learning. And when I told my parents, I said, Hey, you know, he's learning sign language. His family is learning sign language. My parents were like, they were touched by that. So not only is that impacting me, but it's impacting my parents, my family to know that my boyfriend and his entire family are putting in the time to be a part of my community, my culture, my language. And that's just and really hard. You. Yeah. And it's that's so a beautiful. Thing. Literally. It's so beautiful. And it showed me that there are really good people out there for everyone. And watching your journey, I remember when you walked into my home here and you said that his family at the wedding, there wasn't one person who didn't try to sign with you or think or sell or something. Everyone tried. Everyone, everyone in the house. It was amazing. It's so beautiful. And I love hearing that. And I'm so excited to see my journey with my guy and how he learned sign language. And he signed up for classes already for ASL class plus the history of American Sign Language. He's going to be taking those classes. And that's a huge step for me. It's intimate. He's not only seeing me as Sarah who can speak or whatever. He's seeing my deaf identity as well. I've never had that before. And that is something I'm really excited to continue to explore and continue to share with you all. So I've already explained about my experience of meeting your boyfriend. So now I'm curious. You haven't explained what it was like to meet my boyfriend. Meeting your boyfriend. Other than on FaceTime or the first date, that does not count. But when you met him in person for the first time, what was that like for you to navigate through? And, you know, just communicating with him and facilitating our conversation. How did you feel? It's interesting because I have a few things to say about that that were learning experiences for me. So the first time I met him, he didn't really sign. I mean, he wasn't really able to have a full-on conversation. So I decided to go ahead and use my voice and speak and facilitate sometimes. But really for me, I know it's your and his relationship. It's not, I'm not the interpreter. But I will help out and sign or do whatever. But it's really between you two. Um, But I did speak with him the first time that I met him. And he is such a sweet guy. I just could tell how much he liked you. And the connection that you both had. And how easy it was. Walking in and seeing you guys both just sitting down next to each other. It felt so normal and natural. And so easy. And I loved meeting him. And he brought me flowers. Mm. Yeah. No, not the first time. Uh, yeah, he brought me no, flowers. No, 
the first time that you met in a group setting. But yeah, one-on-one. Oh, we're not talking about, I'm talking about one-on-one. Group settings does not count. I mean, it counts, but not really. I'm talking about the first time I had one-on-one time with him. But in the group event, I did some calm. And the second time that I met him with three of us, I did some calm and he brought me flowers. And the third time I met him, he brought me ice cream. So he already was racking up the points already. But I will say the third time I met him, I, I, I was having one of those days where I just did not want to talk. I didn't want to be quote unquote on and having to really try to understand and hearing people and ask for repetition. I just wanted to be off. And so he came in and I tried talking to him for a little bit and I became frustrated with myself. And so I decided to tell him that I'm going to take out my hearing aid and put it on the coffee table and just sign. I just don't want to talk. If you could just sign. And that really took him aback a little bit because he was like, oh, he was so used to one mode of communication with me that I gave him in the beginning. And then right away, I decided to change it and expected him to accommodate me right away, which is not fair to him. And I acknowledge that now. I had to analyze myself. And I mean, it was the same concept that I do with my parents. Again, my upbringing, I was only speaking with my parents. And then Carly, when you came, I expected my parents to change right away and start signing, even though in my upbringing, they always talked with me. I wanted that change to happen so fast. But it's the same thing that's going on with your boyfriend. I expected him to change right away and accommodate. But it wasn't there. So I had to take a step back a little bit and assess myself. And that was me trying to figure out my identity right there and then in that situation. Because I am deaf. I still don't understand everything he's saying. But that was also such a good learning experience for him, too. Because now he gets it. And... He knows that I'm not just the only one. There's not just one type of deaf person out there. And that their mode of communication can change. It depends on the environment. depends on their preference. It depends on what's best for them. And so he learned that. And I remember the next, next time we met with friends and you had came over and we were in a group setting, he explained that to them. He told them, he said, hey, Sarah can talk, but still sign. You know, he explained that in... He explained that based on that learning experience. He took that and passed it to other people. Which is what I love about him. He was able to take it, and I was able to take it as well, and learn from it, and grow together. Again, this is new territory for me, for you, for him, for all of us, to navigate a relationship with our partners, hearing guys with no previous experience with deaf culture, two different types of deaf women dating hearing guys, and how we navigate that. We've learned a lot. And I learned a lot about myself. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, there's so much to tell. I don't think you all are ready for everything, but we will be telling it all. Mm -hmm. Again, if you guys have any questions at all for us regarding our relationship, our friendship, our lives, anything at all, please feel free to email us at questions at whatthedeaf.com. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at what the deaf for all the updates and fun content to be posted. We'll see you next, next week. week. Bye. Bye everyone.